Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Warhammer 40k Under the Steel Sky, a Wrath and Glory campaign run by me. I am William slash Shawnee. I am your game master for this for this week. Uh, and joining me today, we have Jack. Hey, everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Aristarchus Dactyl. He's a tech adept, uh, part of the Imperium, and the one who's going to keep the rest of you alive, hopefully. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing uh, uh, Remy Mera. Um, uh, he's just kind of a guy. <laughs> the word you're looking for is scum. No, Definitely no. not space gambit trademark. <clears throat> I'm not. He is not space gambit, but he, he does have space, space gambit from strange, day, uh, strange days. Uh, and Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Tina, uh, an orc pilot. Uh, and Sen. Sen and I'm playing Saris Artinos, a inquisitorial acolyte and also uh, trans rights or human rights and Black Lives Matter. And that's all I have the energy for today. Uh, and Holly? I'm Holly. I am playing Blair Hart, a ganger scum. Uh, and Julia? Hi, I'm Julia. I will be playing Lorewell Fire, the Eldari Corsair. And joining us once again, we have Austin. Hi, I'm Austin, and I'm playing Garrison, and I'm a Drukari. Garrison, yep. as in kerosene, but with a G? No, Garrison, as in the man of Garrison, uh, from whom Jesus exercised legion. A man who is entirely uh, created by uh, demons, which empowered him to do unholy acts of power upon other things. Hmm. But totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had never heard that name before. That's great, actually. Yeah, no, it's from the it's from the New Testament. It's from the Gospels. It's the 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 guy with uh, a whole bunch of demons. The, the 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 my name is Legion for we are many line. Where that comes from? I know. I know. No I one of those Legion, pigs. But, yeah. Yes, he he was the man of Garrison. Was the man who Got had it. Legion within yeah. him. Yeah, Gergisa was a region in the <clears throat> Palestine kind of territory anyway i'm digging back into my bible knowledge let's move on <laughs> oh, small update dad's good okay good right. cool Huzzah. dad's everywhere <sighs> breathe a sigh of relief so when last we left off the group had proceeded to investigate some news retrieved by the hostile hearts that individuals matching the signs and symbols of the of the mysterious cultists that had been encountered previously were recently seen in the vicinity of Cannon Square. 
a uh, memorial site of the last battle for the unification of this world with the Imperium of Man. Um, at which location they discovered... Uh, the primary thing they discovered immediately um, was the presence of blasphemous graffiti declaring death to the false emperor. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Jack. Uh, declaring death to the false emperor with the eight-pointed star of chaos drawn just beneath. Uh, investigating nearby camera sequences, Aristarchus was nearly attacked by scrap code that attempted to infect his system, uh, but managing to scrub the dangerous demonic code from the from the computer system, he was able to salvage an amount of uh, vidcam footage revealing the perpetrators of this graffiti. But in that time, the group had been assumed to be the perpetrators by one particular uh, lumbering brute of the Chosen, one of the major gangs uh, of the Underhive, uh, who started and immediately ended a fight with Garrison in the exact same moment uh, as both of them took each other down. And only the Drukari, somehow, in an odd turn of events for any Drukari, had someone willing to keep them alive. Who was that? Now I have a Drakari that owes me a favor. Hmm? Uh, I got some bad news about Drakari and them paying up on their favors. Aristarchus, <laughs> why? Because oh, you told me to. Yeah, because Saris, because Sarah said, <laughs> keep them fair. alive. We still have use, but not too alive. <laughs> keep Barely them, alive. Keep them in an easily killable will. state. Got it. Basically, yeah. <clears throat> Which the dice were fortunate enough to allow me to do. Um, but with that, uh, Remy deciding he did not want to be associated with whatever was going to happen when the crowd realized who exactly had just killed a member of the Chosen, uh, left to go back to the Hostile Hearts hideout. Uh-huh. Remy has more common oh. sense than anyone else here, it seems. Also, the stream is powered by Sirenscape. Yes, and the stream is powered by Sirenscape. Uh... And with that, we'll pick up first with the people, with the group that is still uh, at the church in Cannon Square. Uh, Remy has walked off to go home. Tina has followed behind stealthily. So I rolled four. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the rest of you still have this square with Aristarchus having just relayed the camera footage that he had discovered of the two individuals, uh, one dressed in black armor and leather, uh, another in rags and chains. Uh, the man identified as as um, Tycho, um, and the woman unidentified as yet, but identifiable as a psyker of some variety. So yeah, that's apparently you. Uh, are you up all this? Were you relaying blasphemous like, painting? Were you relaying this like verbally or visually? Does 
was it is it able to be viewed by other people or is this something that only Aristarchus there is an, in, there is an interaction because... console you could theoretically relay the footage to everyone if you wanted to show it okay he'll sort of pull everybody around in a sort of hey gather up around this console and use your bodies to make sure nobody else can see this happening um and basically hit play on that bit then mm-hmm. so you see the the two show up and set the stage for everything and then the psyker woman whose hair blows out in a non-existent wind and he'll he'll just be narrating that's the one she calls Taika and this is where it looks like she uh, inflicted the code on the machine spirits network here and yeah that's about the size of it um do I recognize the attire of Taika uh roll me a scholar check We'll say difficulty three just to get baseline information. <clears throat> is that something that Aristarchus would have access to at all, or is that outside his sphere That's of experience? probably outside your purview. Okay, no worries. Um, do we have any glory right now? Uh, no, glory resets to zero at the start of the session. Right, okay. So that should be changed. Oh, yeah. Uh... Objective! <laughs> oh, yes, everyone should oh, wait yeah. for their objectives. Do you roll or just pick? Perfect. Uh, you can you can you can choose if one stands out to you. Otherwise, you can just roll. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I'll roll. <laughs> I realized that I have forgotten to log into. Appreciate. Roll I appreciate the the suspense we were in up until. Right. That, that's one of these one I, of these days. I remember to I remember to have people roll for objectives at the start of the game. It's look. It's. <laughs> It's like rolling for rolling, rolling destiny, destiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Now, question: because you can com- you can set, can you complete any objectives, or do you can you only complete only the can, you can only complete the one that you get for the session? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the one that I was look the one that I got is the one that I was thinking about just taking anyway. So the dice. Agree. You, there you, you go. can try and go for the full the full. <laughs> go for the full <laughs> six. Oh yeah. Set, the whole... Every time. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. All right, guys, we're doing this. Sorry. Just as a, just as a, just as a fun moment, let's uh, go around and see what everyone's objectives were. So Aristarchus. Uh, reminisce about a forge world you have visited and compare it to your current location. Nice. Uh, what did Remy get? Uh, it was uh, recount a desperate act of survival you once made. <laughs> Don't see that happening. <laughs> that would require him opening up. <laughs> just a bit. Uh, Mara. Customize a piece of war gear. Easy enough. Uh, Sam? Uh, uh, cleanse the filth of the enemy with holy flame. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have uh, a flame Holly, what'd you get? Same one as last week. Use gang slang. Oh, yeah. Uh, Austin? Uh, apply your cruelty and cunning to trick or ambush a foe. Nice. So yeah, so, uh, and Julia. Uh, apply your superior intellect and sensitivity to prophecy to carry out a perfect plan. <laughs> I have bad news about who in the room is would be considered an enemy that I can cleanse with holy flame. Uh, Aristarchus I, I has done nothing know. to you. <laughs> um, I say, Remy thinks you've got bigger fish to fry right now, so I'm fine. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, um, yeah. So the, to to recap for Sen, who was not here last week, mm-hmm. um, essentially, <clears throat> the breakdown is that these two individuals seem to walk into frame uh, at the side of this church, and there's a brief conversation between the two of them. 
uh, where Tycho where uh, Tycho seems to mention that um, the he's wondering if they if they non refer non specific of who they are will take the bait and if so then everything will play out according to their plans if they decide to act on it um, and then the psyker who refers to the individual as Tycho. Uh, says that we should probably hurry because our, she's only going to be able to keep eyes off of them for so long. Uh, and then Tycho says, you mu- we mustn't rush this. And by the way, could you handle the cameras? And then the psyker turns and her hair begins to blow in the breeze as something affects the cameras. And the next, the next salvageable footage is after they're done and have left. So I've tried to roll my scholar check four times and nothing's happening. Uh, anyone else unable to roll checks? I'm going to have to reset the API. Uh, let me check and see. Oh, that's the thing. I don't know if I don't know if we have to edit yet. Edit API for this, do we? Yeah, no, it it's does, not responding it does, yeah, for no, me no, either. It does no have rolls. an API. One second. It is not okay. rolling. Yep. Yeah. Roll forth let and reset me, let, the API. Let me reset the API. Uh, so Aristarchus reaches out into the warp. <laughs> Readjust reality. <laughs> Just, just, just a little bit. That's just, my just job. Yeah, John, you've done this more than I have. What's the quick way to reset the API? Uh, you just go into game settings and API. Game settings. Yeah. It's like an option on the drop down when you're in the when you're on the the launch pad page. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, right. The mod API scripts. Yeah. <laughs> Mask of Blackness comes to roll 20 is amazing when it works. Yeah, it is when it works. Disable script. <clears throat> and restart API sandbox. And enable scripts. And then we all have to refresh. Restart API sandbox. Refreshing. 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 Yum. Yum. <laughs> it's the same water. fucking joke. Cucumber <laughs> water is delicious. <laughs> I said it was refreshing. It yeah, is refreshing go. too. All right, now everyone should be able to refresh and then get and get access to the rolls again. Right. Try it. You have to try it one happens. more time because I did have to refresh yep. a couple. Yeah, there nope. we go. Let's try Working. chicken dinner. There we go. So you get exactly yep. the three that you needed. <clears throat> With a complication, it looks like. Yes, indeed. Um, the complications. So I the... know this person. <laughs> The you you do not recognize the name Tycho. However, you suspect that if you find the right um, the right information data bank and or the right terminals and data records here on this planet, you might be able to find more about them. Um, but uh, the thing that you do recognize about their armor is that a lot of it is modified military issue. Like they're they're definitely wearing what looks to be Imperial Guard attire that has been repainted, uh, modified in a few places, added some extra bits. Um, but that is Military Guard issue flak armor with a Military Guard with a Military Guard gas mask um, with a with a with a guard with a guard issue las gun slung over their shoulders. Any specific uh, from the design? Do I get any idea of what guard regimen? Or is it too chaotic, too tainted by chaos to tell? It's 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 very heavily modified. It doesn't really stand out as the original design of any particular regiment. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it has been like beaten out of shape, added spikes to it, you know, hammered into different form- formations. Astra Astra Militarum, right? Astra Militarum, Imperial yeah. Guard, yeah. So yeah, so just like looking at the footage as you're recounting Aristarchus, 
Well, it looks like we've got a traitorous member of the Astra Militarum pulling strings around here. Right, well, that seems bad. And the thing, the, the thing that you're putting together is that if the person leading these chaos cultists is a Astra Militarum vet, that would explain how even if the individual soldiers are not at all that well trained, they can pull off organized tactics like assaulting a hospital. Yeah. What it means is that they've got, if it's a trained veteran, uh, or corrupted veteran, then they're going to have access to military tactics and also some level, most likely, of military supplies. So, dis formerly disorganized groups of gangers will have access to more advanced technology than they had previously and the tactics to use them well. This seems like the beginnings of a full-on, well, invasion is not quite the right word because they're already here. But Insurrection, maybe. That, yes. We think this Tycho bloke's in charge, then? Not likely. If he was in charge, he wouldn't have shown up on the cameras in the first place. This was left here as bait. He mentioned... Well, yeah, it, they talked about bait. Yes, but the symbol's not the only part of bait. He um... wouldn't have shown up in his, full, in his full regalia there if he was trying to not be seen on cameras. Especially Show... since he had the site to mention, oh, take care of the cameras. I can only imagine even one of your kind would have the sense to wipe the cameras before having such an incriminating conversation. Yes, it's true. So the question then, then becomes who is the trap for? And I look towards the Drukari. Tell me again why you're here. Because she who whispers is here and if she's here, I'm going to kill whoever might be involved with her. And the killing part will be the best thing that I do then. And uh, do I do I know what, who she who whispers? Was that another she, who whispers she who whispers is one of the many pseudonyms for Slanesh. Slanesh? Okay, I got it. Because the Drukari... That was the word thirst. I meant to use. Yeah, she who thirsts. The Whispering One, the Whispering God, yeah, the yeah. Prince of Pleasure, etc. Similar et cetera, to the Eldar, the... The Eldari, the Drukari, don't the, the, Drukari, the Drukari especially do not speak her name because while the Eldar fear that she'll pay attention, the Drukari know that she'll pay attention. Well, she is. And, <laughs> she uh, is actively paying what attention. What do I, because I wasn't here to make the rolls yesterday, what do I know about the Drukari culturally? Um, I'll just go off the information that's already been shared a little bit. The Drukari culturally are, um, fucking murderous psychopaths of uh of of the eldari um they tend to operate in small bands of pirates and slavers as far as the imperium is aware of them um and they all tend to be very strike and fade tactics of appear do something disappear back into nothing again and pray they don't take you alive generally yeah uh, and they're they're they are well known for inflicting horrific torment and wielding dead and wielding deadly weaponry. Now, are they 
I, the player, am often confused about some of the terminology used. Are they intrinsically chaotic line, chaos, chaos aligned or no? no they're actually specifically no, they're the opposite. Very okay. anti-chaos. Gotcha. But they are intrinsically evil. Like, yeah. they can't not be evil or they die. Yeah, they, they literally have to torture people to survive. It keeps them living. However, they do that specifically to avoid interacting with chaos. Gotcha. Okay. So, enemy of my enemy kind of thing. Yeah. Are, are you currently free roaming or on the ground barely conscious? Because I, I got the impression he, you got uh, severely injured. Garrison is standing with one wound left. Okay. Okay. Well, Thankfully, I can derive pleasure from anyone's pain, including my own. Yeah. Well, then we might just get the chance. We need to... Aristarchus, do you have a do you have a mental map of the hive in this area or no? Let me see if I can find something. <clears throat> can I like dig into a cogitator nearby to... and see if I can? While you're while you're, you're f- finding finding an accurate map of this region is going to be difficult. Roll me tech DN five. While you're doing okay. that, we we'll ne- we need to look for any sort of Astra Militarum or um, uh, was it military auxia for the Mil- military auxilia. Uh, or military auxilia, either equipping post, armory, barracks, records, anything that we can get to nearby. Not a lot of information here. If we have to go back up, we will, though that would be tricky. Yep, nope, I only got one success. Mm. Well, that's the second ruin that I get. Uh, oh, hey, yep. Aristarchus, mm. would you like to roll a d6? To yes, I would like to roll a d6. Mm. Do many, I know? That's a one. Mm. I'm at nine right now. Okay. E. Do I know of anywhere in the Underhive that you could find that information? Uh, not in the Underhive. Astra Militarum does not generally operate anywhere near the Underhive. All right. Uh, and, you said that was a one? Yeah, that's a one. I, I, it, she would make it clear that defunct Astra Militarum would also potentially work. Also would probably still, like, the closest thing you have to defunct Astra Militarum gear is the cannons in Cannon Square. Yeah. Um, lost item. You lose. You lose an item that is important, uh, or or at least temporarily. I'm gonna say that uh, you're gonna have to repair your uh, uh, one one of your scanning tools uh, because it shorts in the attempt okay. to find a map. Gotcha. So would that be my data slate or my combi tool? Uh, we'll say your data slate shorts out. Okay. Ah, oh, I'm the size bloody bounce. <laughs> Probably have to fix that. Now, there's, there's some sort of shortage between this connection. The data slate's taking a bit of a turn on me. Mm. All right, I'll have to recalibrate that when we get back to look over, look over at Blair because Remy's not here, right? Remy went elsewhere. Correct. Did did we? So did Tina. Tina, follow Remy. Did were we told where Remy went, or did we just go? Uh, I believe Remy mentioned they're heading back to the hideout. Maybe. I'm pretty sure they were. I'm pretty sure they were explicit on it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were overtly verbal on at least telling Blair. I'll meet you back at the hideout. Yeah, (laughs) I remember that. Yes, no, I did specifically say I'll meet you back there, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. In that case, we'll turn to Blair. Blair, where mm-hmm. in the in this area of the Undercity would you 
first would you consider um, first where you would first consider stockpiling large amounts of ammunition and then where would you last consider stockpiling large amounts of ammunition um, where would I roll me a uh, cunning test real quick like where's the best place and the worst place because both of those might be relevant diff <laughs> two uh, diff four you have you have an additional amount. You have an additional bonus die on this because of your uh, archetype ability. So roll an extra d6. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Right, just, just roll one more d6. Oh. We'll use that first one. Okay. Um. Yeah, you're a little short. Uh, but um, you can come up. You can come up with a little bit of information. Um. Generally speaking, as far as places where large amounts of uh, materiel could be stored without being observed and being obvious, um, the most the be- the the best place you can think of is is um, uh, as I forget the name of this gang. One second, um. Mortis Veritas territory because nobody goes in and out of Mortis Veritas territory. That's the best place. That's the that's, the, that's the only place that you could think of where large amounts of weapons and ammo could be could be stored without people spotting them. And the other question was, what would where's be the, the worst? Where's place? the worst place? You're not yeah. you're not sure where the worst place would be. Okay, sorry. Say that name one more time. Mortis. Mortis Veritas. Veritas. Okay. Uh, uh, I. I don't know the worst place, but the best place is Mortis Veritas. Who are they? They're they're another gang, right? Yeah, they're they are they are the gang of like subversive and uh, mysterious uh, gangers who are rarely ever seen and keep very close eye on their territory and do not let anyone in or out. Generally, are they one of the big three gangs? Yeah, they're the they're okay. the second of the big three. Uh, they're, they're one of the the main, the large three gangs. And they're very secretive. Are they so secretive that whether or not they might be in league with a with a traitor guardsman would be unknown or more likely, less likely? No one, barely anyone knows anything about them aside from that they exist, so it'd be really hard to know that information. All I know is they exist. It's gonna be real difficult to come by that information. Let's run into one of them. So my thoughts on the subject are uh, she says just sort of stepping away from the computer that that fried Aristarchus' data plate, just in case. Um... My thoughts on the matter are that if I were to, if I were trying to stage some sort of insurrection and I wanted to gather uh, support from the Underhive, I would have a large amount of equipment, some place that would be able to be stored securely and also able to be shown off to entice people into joining. Uh, hence, best and worst place. We might need to ask around, and for that we might need to go acquire Remy again. 
Uh, or wander around long enough until we're or wander around long enough until we start getting shot at again. Eventually, the bodies will lead us to the um, to the weaponry. That might take a long time, though. That's a bad plan. It is. It's not actually a plan. I can it's ask more of a consequence. I can ask around, but I don't know if I'll find anything. Well, let's go find our informant then. Um. Meanwhile, Remy. Mm-hmm. You've made your way back to the Hostile Hearts hideout. Right. It's taken a while. Uh, there's been several transit hops. Um, but you standing once again. Are you going to wait outside or inside? Um, I need to check. I know you, Dennis. Did I see you? You I did. I did. Yeah, yes. yes, you did. You, that, that was that was why I did the air quotes on stealthily because, yes. because you had seen them. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna head in because that's gonna for that that's probably gonna force Keena to head in, <laughs> and we don't want to be just hanging out outside, looking a looking super suspicious or b bringing a, bringing attention to the place. Mm. So yeah, I'm heading in. So, um, you head inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only a handful of the hostile hearts currently still inside the hideout. Um, there's Sheila, the woman with the shotgun, and mm-hmm. a couple of the other younger girls. Um, most of them are just sort of hanging around as you walk in. Howdy. Welcome back, They'll Randy. be back. I just came early. Right, right. Anything anything interesting to report? Oh, you um, you know what? I don't want to get... I do not want to... I'm sure there is a certain information flow in your organization, and I don't want to get in the middle of that because the person who gets in the middle is usually the one who gets punched. I mean, fair enough. Guess I can just ask Blair when she gets back. Don't worry. I'm sure that I'm sure there will be plenty of information communicated via heightened voices and 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 strenuous use of 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 diaphragms. Fair enough. Grab a seat if you want. All right. Tina, you coming in? Oh n- no. Tina's gonna stay outside. If you go inside, I can't find any of these people. If I stay outside, there there might, might be a fight. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stay outside. Tina's logic is beautiful. Mm, thank you. You know what? There's nothing I can say that would even counteract that. There's no. She's absolutely right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless um, you want to throw somebody up for a fight logic, inside. The logic on this orc is airtight. Yeah. <laughs> also, if somebody does come to kill us over the over that whole situation, that's going to be my early warning sign. So, there you go. <laughs> this works perfectly for me. Everything according to plan. Yep. Uh, Remy, go ahead. And roll I'm me gonna an start drinking. Quick. Yeah, roll me, uh, good. Good on you. Roll me an awareness <laughs> test. 
All right. Oh, did anyone loot the guy you killed? Oh, he he's scrap. Like he was made of bionics and scrap. Reloads. Uh. Oh yeah, hey, you get reloads. Hey, glory. Off. I mean, yep. assuming you succeeded. Oh yeah, you succeeded and uh, gained a glory. Uh, no room for a shift though. Dope. That's fine. Uh, speaking of early warning signs, at it's probably about. 30 minutes after you get back while you're still waiting uh-huh. um, having a drink my third drink by now Yeah, you set it down and it's going to be a while before the rest of the party gets back there's a lot of public transit to try and take It's it's you're crossing miles on miles of infrastructure to try and get back here um, assuming that they ever make it back and aren't killed on the way yeah absolutely and you set your drink down for a second. You sort of lean back, pull out a low stick, you know, right. have a smoke while you're drinking. And you, out of the corner of your eye, it's, it would be imperceptible if you weren't, you know, looking directly at it. The drink that you just set on the table ripples. Okay. And that's about all the warning sign you have before everything shakes. Fuck. The entire the All entire right. hostile hearts hideout begins to shake. I am I I I I am doing two things. I'm grabbing the drink because that's important, <laughs> and I'm assuming that random earthquakes out of nowhere is not a common thing. Uh, not in this area, uh, especially not this many layers up all up above ground level. All right. Well, then I am getting outside. So you have that a building does not collapse upon me. You have that thought, and as you as you stand up to start moving somewhere, well, an then. iron girder falls down through the ceiling and lands in front of you. Yeah. Where am I? You're outside, and you just see everything start to shake. You feel like you the ground—the look... ground around you starts to shake too. Okay, yeah. I'm looking up. Did somebody throw something? Through? No, that was the, the shaking fall. got intense, and something that fell. Okay. And you can see the rest of the girls that are here are trying to. There's a there's an immediate panic as the rest so, of the girls are trying to get everybody who's inside out. So just to be clear, the half second you took to grab the drink saved your life. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. what, yes. Trust your instincts, folks. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I down what's left, and I'm, I, I'm... You are two steps away. Mostly racing my way out. You are two steps away from the door. Actually, how sturdy is this table? Fairly sturdy. Like, fairly sturdy or sturdy? It's it's a solid, like, iron table. Like, it's it's not... It's it's probably can withstand some punishment. Oh, good, good. Then I'm not doing the dumb thing. I'm getting under the table. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming... My, I may be wrong here, but my perception of this is narrow streets, tall buildings. Yes, very much so. Yeah, outside's a death wish. Oh, yeah. Um, Outside, Tina... Debris of nearby buildings begins to come down. I'm looking Uh, around for. I'm trying to figure out what's causing it. Is something big coming? What's happening? You look down and you can see 
lights of distant explosions. Way, Ooh. way down. Oh. And if you can see them from here, that means big explosions. Oh. Okay. Can Do I know where the explosions are? I don't know if oh, no. how fam familiar I am with the layout. What, what just exploded? Do I have any idea? Probably some no, kind of support structure way down. Oh! Okay! That would explain why everything up here is starting to fall. The Sector 7 plate is falling. We need to get out! I'm yelling inside. And yeah, several several of the hostile hearts are trying to run out. There are still... There are still Remy and two other hearts in the building when the floor gets out. At this moment, I am reaching up, uh, reaching up from under the table and grabbing the bottle and bringing can, it under. Can... I help grab people. Roll me, uh, just roll me a, uh, as the floor gives out, roll me yeah. a, uh, uh, athletics. All right, like here of, we go. <laughs> hand up, grab, like, slapping around, catch the bottle, and that's when the floor falls. So it's just... I got you know, two. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, one of one of the uh, one of the two remaining uh, that is still inside, you reach out a hand and grab as the floor begins to give out. So only one of the hostile hearts, uh, whose name you did not know, and Remy, plummet into uh, the dark. Right. Well, cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, on you, solid ground, cannonball down. You, you, you set, you set, you set the hostile heart down, and you sort of look down as the rubble disappears out of sight. Nothing for it. And there's the the the, the orc war cry. It's the whoa. Just leaves your lips as you yep. dive down. Sometimes you have to follow Mork, and sometimes you have to follow. Mork, and just this is the latter. Look, well, if there's those kinds of explosions, there has got to be an awesome fight down there, okay? Yeah. yeah. Whereas from under the table is just a whoop. <laughs> you may die today, that. but you won't die sober. Goddamn right. <laughs> Amazing. Cutting away from that for a second. Um, the rest of you are getting off of the final bit of transport that puts you back into the sector of the Undercity that the hideout is in. Um, and it's just after you get off of the off of the, uh, the, the, the tram that you feel aftershocks. Right, that's not good. That is not good. Um, right. Awareness checks? <laughs> Sure. Can I tell what direction this is coming from? It's an earthquake. You can't really tell direction okay. on those. Well, city quake. One. <laughs> Ooh. Actually, not. Uh, I'm. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spend one of my wrath because we start with two wrath, right? You start with two rounds, yes. Must be one of my rat three roll that. So two successes. So 
Um, in or for Aristarchus. In this particular instance, the complications don't really mean anything because it's just being aware. Um, so, Garrisine, you're just picking up the tremors. Um, everyone else... Uh, so, everyone who got two successes... Um, two and three. So, er- so Saris, Blair, and Loroel. Um... You are aware of a couple of things. One, these kind of aftershocks should not normally be happening this far up the underhive. You are several miles from ground level. Um, two, uh, you start to pick up on uh, distant screams and panic from further into the sector. Uh, Aristarchus. Your uh, cogitators and signal detectors in your that are built into your body, and especially in your eye, um, uh-huh. start to pick up um, dispersion light scattering from under from from further down. Uh, uh-huh. That is that matches the the bloom of high yield explosive ordnance being detonated at the base of the hive. This is somebody trying to take out a foundational stanchion or two, and. Yeah have a significant impact on structural uh, integrity for at least a decent chunk of the underhive is what he's pulling off. Now, what you know about this is that hives are built massively and sprawlingly. You suspect this tremor won't even make it all the way up to Mm mid-hive, but it will cause untold damage to some significant portion of the underhive. Right. Blair is gone. As soon as this happens, she's running to the hideout. Mayor Starkus is kind of looking at Saris like, are we following? What are we doing here? Uh, this is a... That's a pretty focused explosion there. Mum? Can you calculate a route? Oh, yeah! And he points at Blair, who is disappearing. Anything that doesn't end up with her falling several miles into the underhive is probably safe to walk across. I meant down, but we should chase out her. Oh, that. Give me a moment. I'll start working on it. Calculate while we move. And then, yeah, following after Blair. So, yeah, uh, Aristarchus is just in full-on data acquisition mode and trying to figure out if he can, as we move, pick out data points that would help him triangulate to where this probably originated and if there's any sense of the safest way down that direction. Yeah. Um, you start to compile, like, what transit actually goes down that far into the underhive in your head and, like, just try and piece together what'll be affected by the explosions, what won't, what might be viable. Could make this calculation a lot easier if I had my bleeding data slate. Mm. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, everyone else moves on. With you, as well. Blair, you're the first one to get there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Where the Hostile Hearts hideout was, there was a hole. There are about four of your girls still around who have found shelter um, and, uh, like, ridden out the worst of the explosions and the, and the, the collapses. They're very gingerly trying to find their way around. Some of the, some of the floor is still collapsing, um, and they're trying to very gingerly find out where they can walk safely. 
Um, and there's the smell, the strong rising smell of smoke from far down. Blair's going to get in there and help them out. Um, and is Sheila among them? Yeah, Sheila, Sheila is uh, among those who are still out here. Okay, she'll she'll ask her what what happened. Is, I, are we are we missing anyone? Uh, I, in order, I don't know what happened. Everything just started shaking, and then shit started falling from the sky. Um, Layla and Remy were still inside when the floor gave out. Oh. How far down does it look? Uh, you can't see the bottom. Is there any way that I, that she could get safely down? Does it uh, look not like? Fr- not from here. Okay. Like, you could probably find another way to get down, but then you'd be searching for wherever they ended up landing if they weren't just immediately splatter on impact. Which, it would take a miracle. Well, that's one less person I have to pay. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, Remy, you awake to pain. Everything okay. is on fire. You think you might have had, you might have several broken bones. Okay. You can feel the weight of iron girders sitting across your shoulders. Got it. But you're alive. By some miracle of the Emperor, you still draw breath. Damn it! Not this time Listen, of the when you just wake up and this is what you feel. Sometimes dead is better, as a, as a Stephen King protagonist said. Um, I'm just waiting for Tina to land. <laughs> <laughs> Get to that in a second. Five seconds later, you just feel nothing uh, anymore. I'm still alive. Oh. <laughs> Tina, you're fine. Something squishy broke your fall. You yeah, it's just yeah, like one of those scenes of like, and just like like if you've ever like run over a jelly donut, just. <laughs> <laughs> How much experience do you have running over jelly donuts? More than zero. Look, Jeremy lives so, in, some things Jeremy you lives don't in need. Ex- some things you don't need experience in directly right. to know what the phenomena yeah. is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I just imagine that the roads in Portland are just covered in jelly donuts constantly. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> your 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 vision sort of swims in and out, but. As it Uh-oh. as it <laughs> as it focuses, <laughs> you look up, and the first thing you see is a pair of bare feet wearing steel manacles. There is a set of tattered rags adorning the legs. Okay, that's that guy from Street Fighter. You're safe. It's fine. He's, <laughs> uh, the the legs approach you slowly. Hello. You look up as you as everything sort of comes into focus, and kneeling down in front of you is 
an emaciated figure of a woman. Uh, her skin is deathly pale, like she hasn't seen the sun in a very long time. Okay. The outfit that she wears is made of tattered, torn robes. Uh, her hair is long and black and drapes to about mid-back. On her, on her wrists, like her ankles, are broken manacles, and her eyes are a bright, vibrant purple with black running eyeliner along the sides. Okay. She's covered in small scars and looks like she hasn't eaten in a very long time. She is practically skin and bones. But she kneels down to look at you. Well. Someone, by grace or misfortune, still stayed alive. Uh, hi. Poor little thing. You must be in an awful amount of pain. Oh no, it's just fucking peachy. There's a smile, but there's no life in it. It's just it's the it's the smile of someone who doesn't know any happiness but is just going through the motion. I'm looking up. You where I fell. Yeah. It's black. There's just pitch darkness okay. up there. There's nothing still falling for what it's worth. So, uh, hi, how are you? Um, you've got me at a bit of a dis. Could, could you maybe, like, I'm a little stuck at the moment. Would you like some assistance? She says. You get this shit off me. She reaches a hand up, and dark energies begin to crackle between her fingers. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> As she holds up a hand, and you feel the air around you grow cold as ice begins to form on the metal around you. And she seems on the verge of doing something, and you're certain it's not going to be good, whatever yeah. it is. Not better. And then you hear another voice, a deeper one, masculine. Jenea, come on. Leave whatever insects fail to be fully squashed to their fate. We have more important business to be done. And she stops. The energy earths itself. She shrugs. Very well, Tycho. She stands and turns and walks away. Now, I heard the original of the, the first time it was played through, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I'll see you later. The woman disappears, whose name you caught was Jenea. Yeah. And as you look up, you see the black leather armor and military flak gear of Tycho as he waits for her to approach. Uh, he gives her a look and... For someone who just about held your life in your hands, you see her shrink for a second. And he says nothing, but turns and walks, and you see her follow after, her shoulders just a little bit more slumped. No, that's okay. I'll be... Uh, I'll get myself out perfectly fine. 
<laughs> Alright, think, think, think. Looking around. <laughs> it's a couple minutes later that you hear rubble shifting. And you see uh a moment later Tina appears appears on the scene. Oh thank fuck. Uh, hey! As Ray. you see, as Tina like tosses an iron girder aside and is holding the unconscious form of the other uh, of the hostile heart who had fallen over one shoulder. Sup? You do not look good. Oh no, I'm peachy. I'm perfectly fine. I lift whatever is on I me off. I might even have sixty percent of my blood still in my body. What mm. took you? <laughs> Tina, you didn't fall straight down because you knew that would probably kill you. So you yeah. like as you as you drop down, you just caught on things that came by uh-huh. and just sort of like swung Tarzan's your way down the down uh-huh. the stacks until you hit the Naturally, bottom. Naturally, it's pretty simple. She plinkoed. Plinked. I'm gonna stand there. Help. Yeah, so, Tina, roll, roll me an athletics check. I just want to see okay. how easy it is for you. Cool. <laughs> Hot damn! Seven. Nice. With a glory. Uh, it's a glory earned. Sweet. So, yeah, with, with one hand, not even having to put down the, the hostile heart that you're carrying... Uh, Tina just shoves an arm underneath the rubble that is that is sitting on Remy and just levers it with a shoulder. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah, all of your nerves fire as you're no longer being crushed. Okay, okay. Shh, we don't know what else is down here. Did you see what did Yes, that? yes. Let's go. Let's go. Explosions. Pick me up. Let's go now. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's talk more pick up. It hurts again when Tina picks yeah, you up yeah, and throws yeah, you over yeah, her shoulder. Yeah. Humans talk so With much. Much profanity. Congratulations on not being irreparably broken. Uh, careful, careful. So as you look around, having actually careful, been pulled but out, quick. having having been pulled out careful. of the. Uh, <laughs> Having having been pulled out of the uh, out of the rubble, you get to look around, realize that you are actually on terra firma. Ooh. Like there's ru- there's rubble and stone everywhere, but you are on the planet's surface rather than anywhere on the city. Cool. Are we near? Yes, you are near your tribe. Perfect. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh... Ah, Remy's about to meet the family. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, take you to a safe place. No, no, up. You're, you're not certain how to get up from here. Like you have to. <laughs> it'd probably be best that. to. It probably it'd probably be best to reorient yourself at the tribes at the tribes hideout anyway. Yeah. They might have a truck that could get people up without you know yeah. carrying them and breaking things. Mm-hmm. And you know, folks might know how to uh, get up from there. I've, I, I I know like three directions to get up to the upper levels, and this is not one of them. Come on! No, and no, then I no! Move this is a bad idea. Ow! 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 Do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. 
I'm trying to be both quick and careful. Yeah. And then how more more I'm... quick than careful, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least it's, it's at... a gork day. This is everybody else's fault. <laughs> at least Liana is like unconscious, so she's not screaming. You were the one who insisted that you... we go. No, back. no, this is everybody's help for for other reasons. <laughs> So some time passes. Remy, you see, like, unrecognizable piles of, like, ancient construction pass by in various different angles. Um, eventually, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the ironwork starts to look less, um, ancient imperial and more patchwork piles of scrap metal. Um, and after a while, they look less patchwork piles of scrap metal and more piles of scrap metal with orc paint all over it. Home sweet home. As mm. as you as you uh, continue to walk in, Remy, you hear a very deep, very loud voice that has a similarity in a lot of ways to. Uh, to Tina's call out. Oi! Tina's back! Open the gate! I'm just gonna stay quiet and let you do the talking. Good plan. Uh, so... Don't worry, I know you won't. I pat you on the, on the back. Ow! <laughs> Do you not understand? Everything is broken. Not your mouth. Almost everything is broken. <laughs> Tina, you bring you bring these two unconscious Yumi's inside the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the first the first person to greet you is um, uh, is is uh, Gorgrod the Big. Okay. Um, as you as you approach, she she just sort of stomps over. Tina, what's this you've brought into camp? Oi. Got a couple of Yumi's. Yeah, these are ones I'm working with to find where the big fight's gonna happen. I have news about that, by the way. Ooh. Big Mech Dig Tinker's gonna want to hear that. <sighs> well, suppose these two ain't snacks, then. No. All right. Uh, you want Doc Ribsnapper to look at him? I don't think Tina knows that there are. Di- like, I don't know <laughs> how knowledgeable Tina is about the the, the fact that they might not be able to fix. I feel I, like you just mm, heard very quietly. I, no. No. Uh... I'm gonna make it roll. Hang on, real quick. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no. Do it. To decide for me personally. Doc Ribsnap. I've got sounds like a, a lovely dice person. in this. Oh. Okay. Nothing. Excellent. Why did it all? Oh yeah, because I don't have one. Okay. So what's your answer? Uh. Yeah. 
we have a, a, a doctor in our group, and I don't know, Humies are weird, you know, um, but might be a good idea. Then you can sit there and, and you won't have to go face the big scary orc, so it'll be fine. It's just, you know, I don't understand is anything great. you're saying. Doc is great. He doesn't put any weird things in that you don't want. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. I have not given okay. my consent to be treated. <laughs> That's uh, fine. Yeah, usually don't. You hear a voice come out from a nearby tent. Tina, I swear to fucking God. Emperor. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thing. I think in this case, God is just yeah, all of God, 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 Emperor, yeah. No, no, just God. Just God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're on a uh, first name basis. Can he just wash them and make sure they like keep breathing? Eh, yeah, eyes can make sure they's not gonna fall over too. Well, he's already fallen over. Eyes gonna make sure they don't die. Says uh, says uh, the doc as you as you look over and see the tall and gangly form of Doc Rib Snapper. Uh, the 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 medic of the of the of the tribe walks out. He's got you know a big like light on strapped to his head. You know the good old like like manic looking doctor's light. Uh, and then he's got you know one one hand ends in a series of like mechanical claws that end in buzz saws for cutting bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other hand he's holding a massive like horse syringe in the other hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, my money was going to be on fucking blowtorch, but sure. <laughs> it's not scarier than Aristarchus. Yep. There's a there's a trio of Gretchen orderlies running around uh, at his feet who are wearing like stereotypical like like uh, bright blue um, aprons and masks. Mm-hmm. No gloves. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yep. The mask is what keeps you clean. Their belief is what keeps them clean. Yeah. That, that, that's mostly that. Uh, Wait, they're Republicans? I'll I'll drop the unconscious one off with him. Um, And then, uh, Remy, if you, if, uh, do you want to go see Boss with me? You can tell him what we've been finding. You know what? I will come with you, and now you can do the talking. I will just offer support. <laughs> okay. So the the doc with one hand sort of picks up uh, Liana and just sort of um, uh, sort of walks back into the tent. All right. Let's see what's wrong with you then. Unconscious. Yeah, saying saying to the unconscious person, and that sort of that sort of that noise sort of disappears into the back as you as you walk further in with with Gorgrod. He's a very um, good doctor. Um, uh, Gorgrod leads you back into the mech shop, uh, where uh, now you hear the sounds of power tools. So. Uh, rather than whatever that doc was doing. Now you hear the big drills and jackhammers. 
uh, and blowtorches being used. Uh, and as as you carry Remy in, uh, you see that um, there's a one of those one of those trucks that you the that had that you had seen earlier. Not not the one you drove down, but one of the same model uh, is currently being orcified in the shop. As you as you look over and you can see, he's he's well he's welding a big spiked lower jaw to the front bumper just so that it can. Uh. It can be properly orky. You can see he's he's ripped out the original engine and is putting in like a massive six cylinder beast, just like jamming it. It's far too large for the cat for the compartment of the engine, but he's just jamming it in there, beating it with a hammer until it slots yeah. in. Yeah. Tina's kind of like moved you so you can kind of see things, like just sort of like probably like this now instead of you know on the shoulder situation. Yeah. Just like um, carrying the crook of the elbow. Yeah. 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 Uh, and she's looking longingly over at the truck. Oh, it's a beaut. <laughs> hey, Tina, welcome back. You hear the the mechs talk through through the through the welding torch and the welding mask. Uh-huh. As he sort of stands up for a second and lifts the mask up, and you see another orc. Uh, you really can't tell orc faces apart that well, Tina, or uh, not Tina, um, Remy. Um, but this one in particular has like. Um, a pair of like giant um, goggles underneath the welding mask, uh, and is dressed in the brightest, gaudiest yellow you could possibly imagine. Uh, but as you as you look around, and as he looks over, he sort of stomps over, and you realize how much bigger every other orc here is than Tina. Like Tina's huge. All of these people are fucking massive. So, Tina, what you got to report? I see you's brought a Yumi with ya. Yeah, this one got injured when we kind of fell from the from the upper levels. But Yeah, we's heard that some big naff bombers going off. Yeah. Don't know where it was coming from, but it destroyed their whole hideout of the um the lady what you sent me after? Um, yeah, yeah, so you did meet with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking into some... I don't remember the term. Uh, cultists. And uh, it, it's, it's getting involved with some of the gang warfare. Um, spiky, boys. Yeah, well, spiky boys is usually a good fight. Yeah, they did a whole attack on the hospital, which is a real good fight. I drove a flaming truck. That sounds like right proper fun. Yeah. Um, and right before we went back uh, to the hideout, before the explosion, so like two steps back, we was in the... Um, Cannon Square, where they did some graffiti, and turns out if you stand near the graffiti, other gangs will come and accuse you of having made the graffiti and will fight you. That's good to know. Find more oh, of them. Find oh. more of them drawings. We can find more fights. You say. Yeah. Write that down. Write that no, down. Get back. No. 
No. Hey, you said you were going to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I will be quiet as long as it uh, as long as the conversation does not lead to 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 mass rioting up in this up up above. Up above where we are now. You understand why. Uh-huh. The blank look says they do not understand what. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the, the max that's where looks down. you that's just the... were. Uh huh. <coughs> so, Yumi, you got something to say? The giant, massive orc says, yeah, please, leaning down. You want to get in fight? Listen, you want to get in fights with whoever you want to get in fights with. I have no problem with that. You're good. I, we were going I was going to show some good fight places before we got wrapped up in this whole nonsense. But there are places you can do that without involving the people who don't want to be in the fight. Why wouldn't anybody want to be in a fight? Fight's the best things there is. And that's why we're fucked. Never mind. <laughs> well, go on. He was going to tell us good fight spots. Better than the one in the square? <laughs> Sorry, you... to clarify. No, I don't currently know where because my brain is a little bit addled because of everything that's happened in the last... I don't know. How much time has it actually been at this point? Like four hours. Hour, Seventeen hours since, since the campaign started. <laughs> oh, since it, since it started, like uh, twelve hours, maybe yeah, twenty-four. Had... Yeah, yeah, well, like one night. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> In the past four episodes, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Day and a half, whatever. <laughs> I've been concussed. <laughs> it's been a day, maybe a day and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> There's. There is these, someone's like goading all of these fights, though. And we're trying to find out where they are, but we haven't figured that out yet. Uh, that sounds like the people who's looking for a real fight. That's yeah. probably what we want to fight. Mm hmm. But Remy here ran off before uh, we had decided where we we're going to go for that. So I don't know that yet. Yeah. An accurate assessment of what happened, but fine. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. <laughs> uh, well, sounds like you was on the right path, though. So good work, Tina. Thank Look you. Look forward to hearing when you find what a real fight's going to be. Yeah. Still, you... you need any work done while you use it? Could we borrow a truck? Yeah, I think I can lend you a truck. Uh, something fast, something big. Mm -hmm. Something both. Fast. I think. Right. Our group we're, isn't that big. We're going to make a, uh, a requisition roll here. Yes. Uh, so you're going to... 
Uh, roll me your influence, which is going to be a certain amount that I think might be inaccurate on your character sheet because yeah, it's actually uh, it is for my influence. It's based on on your strength. Yeah, yeah, which is oh, it has gone up. I think since I made the character. Hang on, like let me look at my wherever I have that information. Yeah, you ca- calculate influence using strength instead of fellowship. So my strength right now is three. So influence is three dice. Uh, well, it's a, it's a modifier on your strength. One second. Oh, is it? Detail, traits, social traits. Influence is equal to baseline. It is equal to your fellowship minus one. So it'd be your strength oh, yeah. minus one. Yep. So it's two. It was accurate already. Okay. All right. So... Roll me two dice. All right. Uh, You got two two, two icons. That's decent. That feels decent. So I can't give you this thing forever. Gonna need it back. But Uh I can give you one of me buggies. That'll get Mm. you there faster. Not not as big and tough as a truck, but it'll go real quick. Okay. So it's red. Oh, yeah. So, uh, follow me this way. And right. Big Mac walks over to a different garage. I will follow. Uh, this garage that he leads you in is massive and smells of rubber. Um, uh, as you as you look around, you can see there are rows on rows of small buggies, which are... Um, you ever seen a... Um, uh, like a like a dune buggy, like yep. the the like the like big big tires, uh-huh. kind of yeah. wireframey, like Perfect. that, but orky. Yeah. Okay. So it's so... it's like that that sort of vaguely roundish shape with giant fat tires, um, but with like spikes everywhere and teeth marks, and there's a there's a passenger seat that has a machine gun nailed to it. Perfect. Excellent. It's beautiful. There's a giant engine in the back that spits flames when it started up. Can I make some modifications before we take it? Yeah, you need to, you need to, you need to uh, snazz up your kit. Yeah. Use the workbench over there. What you want to do? First, I need a lot of glitter and uh, some paint. I'm, All I'm, right. I'm, yeah. Basically, I want to change the paint color a little bit to add some more f- to actual flames on it that are sort of like glitter embedded. All right, get to work. It's not going to be stealthy at all. Nah. Uh, go ahead and roll me. So, yeah. Just roll me pilot. Just want. I just want to see it. Okay. Just to customize your own vehicle. Seven. Nice. And I got but a rat die in there. But with a complication. Yeah. It's purple. Uh, so we're going to up my ruin to ten. To shred. Roll me a d6. D6. If you wouldn't mind. Alrighty. It's a six. Ooh. Either very good or very bad. 
I feel like. Just like, like the idea that you have customized this thing to where it is physically impossible for it not to be noticed if it passes I, by. I have a... Like, I, I, found a, I found a button here that says the sound Remy made when the ground fell out. <laughs> I don't know how many of you are listening to Sirenscape right now, but the audience is. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hear, hear anything. Didn't hear. Nope. <laughs> oh, I heard. That is not accurate. I described it. It's yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a... <laughs> whoop. Whoop. Nope. Um, but yeah, uh, so the six is warp interference. Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> yes. Cool times. Cool times. So, um, you know what? This is this is really cool. I like this. Um, so as you're as you're painting uh, these flames onto this truck or onto this buggy, uh, it's just something in the back of your head, like a, a drum beat that you begin to hear. And you could almost hear, like, almost like whispers on the wind, the sounds of thousands of orc voices going, Go, ga, mo, ga, go, ga, mo, ga. And you can just sort of hear and feel the presence of the orc gods, Gork and Mork, in the modifications to this buggy. Sounds real good. You've come out with uh, flames on this on this bike. Um, that uh, they definitely look real good, um, especially because uh, when this bike goes real fast, um, it makes some deafeningly loud noise. It it has what we call Gork's Rumbler, uh, which means that you will hear this for several blocks if it gets up. To Excellent. Speed. I accidentally knocked the muffler off. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> half of one half dozen of the other I, I i think i uh maybe made my my objective oh 100 percent. you Excellent. absolutely customized some more gear perfect get you a third wrath all right um and then mm, we need to rendezvous with What's that word mean? You dig Tinker asks. Meet back up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with our associates. Right. <laughs> you see, you think about What's what that, that word means. <laughs> you see, you think about what that word means for a second and then realize he does know that one. Ah. <laughs> sure do. I what? think. The hideout's gone, though. Tina, that is what I what I eloquently call a not me problem. Right. Okay, we'll just drive around until we find them. You just unceremoniously plant Remy in the passenger seat. Gently plant Remy in the passenger seat. I need to retrieve uh, the other unconscious person. Uh, Do you know what her name is? Or yes, it is whatever it is. Layla. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Layla. She's still unconscious. 
Uh, you you walk you walk into the doc's tent and Layla is indeed still unconscious, but she has some new kit. Oh, excellent! Gonna be mad. <laughs> um, on top of looking like genuinely, some of her wounds have indeed been stitched up, sort of clumsily, but definitely effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's definitely looking slightly more intact, even if she's got some fancy new scars and staples in places. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what looked like her right arm had been completely, like, snapped in half. Uh, so it's been chopped off. Uh, and in its place, uh, is a shooter. Oh! She'll make good use of that. She now has a gun for an arm. Excellent. This could have been you, Remy. A gun for an arm that won't work (laughs) once she's too far away from an orc. There's plenty you're, of orcs on this planet. You're never too far away from an orc. No, we're like spiders. <laughs> <laughs> we swallow 4,000 orcs a year? Like... <laughs> yeah, technically, they, 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 they reproduce by fungi. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's possible. Thank you, for, thank you for reaffirming my decision. Not, ow! Not to. I think your fancy doctor isn't going to try and do that? <laughs> I have much more likelihood of strangling him out with my legs <laughs> if he tries. I did I did I did make some rolls for the for for Doc Rip Snapper and he did roll high enough to actually fu- implant a functional gun. That's like like won't won't even won't even have to not work around orc around not around orcs. Nice. It's actually <clears throat> She just has a gun for an arm now. Uh-huh. Fast forward five years and Leilana's like ruling the Undercity off of this story and how badass she yeah. looks now. <laughs> Can we I mean, leave? her street cred, way up. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we leave now? I guess, yeah. You hop in the driver's seat, uh-huh. garage door opens in front of you, you yep. got the road ahead of you. Ah, beautiful. Do you just immediately gun the engine? No, I look over at my injured passenger. He's been very annoying. (laughs) And I go slowly. What is slowly for an orc? (laughs) (laughs) We do have a way to contact them, right? Do you? That no, that is an out of character thing. Uh your Vox phone survived the fall. That's what I, yeah, like, I I have somebody's yeah. contact number. Yeah, you have, you, have phone, you have phone info for at least some of them. For who? Uh, I know you have Aristarchus and Blair. Uh, okay. Aristarchus doesn't have a... Oh, no, wait, yes, he does. Yes, he does. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm contacting okay. Blair. <laughs> That's fair. With the other group, uh, you are um, after Aristarchus had calculated the the most ideal route to get to the underhive floor to get to the planet surface. Um, you are um, just you are just getting off of the last of the lifts that brings you down to the very bottom of the construction that that departs that deposits you on the surface of this planet. Uh, when uh, Blair's Vox phone begins to go off with a hailing signal. 
Uh, so wait, yeah. we're like on ground level yeah. right now? Yes. Aristarchus is taking a soil sample. He's never been on ground level before. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. Sure. Uh, you you answer your oh, box good. phone. And you you answer your box phone, and you hear the screaming of an incredibly loud engine. Uh, hello. Oh, good. You're alive. Guess what? So am I. Good. You're alive. Where are you? So. Also, me? is Le- gosh, what was her name? Layla. Layla. Is Layla with you? Is yes. she alive? Yes. She's unconscious. It's probably best that she's that way because I think yelling will begin at some point. Um, okay. Tina found us. Uh huh. We went to Tina's place. Uh, with with orcs. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Ow! 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 As we wait, what, it, what? What about orcs? It, you're fine. Don't no, worry. Aristarchus, don't worry. I'm on the phone. You shut up about whether I'm fine or not. <laughs> We're still talking. Just fucking drive. How are they just fine? I'll go faster. Aristarchus, did, please don't try did to. The or- did the orcs hurt you? No. Okay. The fall hurt you. Yes. Did we have to talk when you? we get there. No, because I wouldn't let them. Okay, You'll understand so... when you see Layla. What'd they so... do to Layla? What'd they do to Layla? She'll live. So, no, no, where are no. you? Oh, shit. No, Someone happened no, no. to Layla. Where are what? you? No. Which was what Layla? What'd they do to Layla? There's a fucking gun arm. Layla's where are the you? the one that went down the hole. I actually like that. Um... <laughs> 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 the three different conversations having right now. <laughs> Where are we right now? Uh, you just got off a lift that leads onto the ground floor. Uh, we just we just made it to the ground floor. Are there Would... any landmarks around you currently? An are elevator. There... Hard to say. Um, uh, as you look around. Um, There's an upturned tank that looks like it's been buried under construction. Uh, there's a tank buried under some construction. There, there's uh, oh, an elevator there we just stepped out of. Uh, Aristoc- oh, All right. One second. You know where the elevator up that has the tank buried is? Does that strike? Do I know uh, where that is? Just roll me a uh, skills. Uh, roll me a survival. Survival? Alright. And two. Lorowell is going to go and stand bodyguard for Aristarchus while he, uh... Nope! ...manically looks at this uh, tank. Blair will mouth thank you to her. Not. Wrath die. Uh, you're not familiar with it. Cool. Nope! Great. Yeah, we okay, don't know where, where that is. Where are you? Driving around, moving very quickly in in in, in a in a vehicle. I can start uh, making noise. Where are we exactly right now? Yeah. Um, you're generally speaking uh, doing a circle of the uh, the this region of the of the ground floor of the underhive to sort of. I like 
I like examining. We're just doing donuts, basically. Yeah. <laughs> just really big, big one spot. <laughs> I, I, fe- I feel like I feel like once you picked up the phone call, Tina was like, "Oh, well, we need to figure out where we're going." So I'm just gonna start right driving in circles. Yeah, I'm just gonna stri- I'm just gonna drift here for a bit. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, at some point, I am gonna do all sorts of stupid car things. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Have the buggy now. <laughs> I'm going Would to describe have... oh, sorry, the good. general area. Um, the other thing that you could do, because there is one very obvious landmark that is very new, is meat in the rubble. I mean, yeah, assuming that we know where that is. That one's impossible to miss. Like, there is... You are near... Both of you are near enough to it that the significant section of Undercity that has collapsed and is now a heap is visible from everywhere. Just go towards the smoke kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like from Blair, like a, Blair, tell them that the collapsed rubble is on our right and we're by an elevator, and eventually they'll circle around it to us. All right. Uh, Sarah says the collapsed rubble is to our right and we're by an elevator. Great. Go to the I rubble. We'll you meet you the there. All right. Couple I questions. Feel... Try not to yeah. die on the way. Would Aristarchus have had time and resources to try and repair his data slate at all on the way down? Roll me a tech test. Okay. Uh, difficulty is going to be the value of the data slate. Uh, well, I'll roll and then I'll compare because I don't know what that is. <laughs> Probably hopefully it's Hopefully it's not more than seven. <laughs> Didn't pay. Data slate. I just want to say there's a lot of... Value two. Yep, I think it's... Okay, so we fixed our data slate, at least. (laughs) There's a lot of Starfinder-specific audio-like soundtracks in this Sirenscape, by the way. Can he shift any of those for anything, or is it just... Your your DN was two. Your DN was two. You got two shifts. Okay. Uh, What can I shift shit for? Uh, You can shift one for an extra glory. Um, I'll do that. You can, also, you can also shift for doing it faster or doing it uh, better. I mean, if he can do it better, <laughs> improve the data slate in some manner. Did I, right? Um, let's see. Do to do to do. Um, can I like say I so your, your recalibrate... options are oh, yeah, your options ahead. are your you can gain glory. Other than that, you can gain information, improve quality, or improve speed. Um, I'd like to improve the quality. <laughs> um, I don't know if that would uh, what that would look like mechanically, but he's basically streamlined and optimized his data slate. We could, I guess, we could figure out what that means. <laughs> uh, I will say, um, that you have it's smaller, thinner. You took out the extra bits. It's now also a comm unit. I was about to say, I will. I will say that you have incorporated it with your box unit, uh, okay. so that now you can. You can not only can you just hold them both at once, but also you can now send data via box first. Ooh, nice! All right. I'll just say incorporated box system, and that will be my little reminder. Um, and then, yeah, he'd like to look at this tank and see if there's anything either salvageable or if there's like an active machine spirit in here that he can talk to and be like, who are you? What did you last see? Where are you from? What kind of shit did you get up to before they turned you upside down and buried you in this rubble? 
kind of thing. Uh, roll me a tech test. Okay. Um, just to see if I ignore a single complication. <laughs> and the humans call orcish technology weird. <laughs> and uh, since I've got a combi tool, I ignore penalties if there were any. Look, your people sing at things to grow them into into weird into like weirder things. I don't. Think and I would like to use my uh, sacred machine oil to ignore a single mm-hmm. complication involving imperial technology. Sounds good to me. Uh, so with five successes, uh, you learn that this. Uh, you know what? You only needed three. Would you like to shift? Uh, I'll shift for more information. You get to ask me a question. Okay. To this test. What battle did this tank see its greatest victory in? So as you look as you look over it, um, you learn the immediate things that you learn is that this tank is beyond salvage. It is mm-hmm. it is it has been wrecked beyond war, beyond repair. Its reactor is dead. The machine spirit is long gone. Um, but combing over its details, you find its name. Um, and a and a and a list of battle honors that have been etched into its hull. Um, and it looks like this was once a Lehman Russ battle tank of the um as I try and remember the planet of the of the Mordian Iron Guard. Um, uh which was a fame which is a famous militarum regiment. Um <laughs> most historically renowned for their battles on the on the world of Armageddon. Um, but the, the Mordian Iron Guard were apparently part of the pacification of this world, and this this tank survived Armageddon, one of the greatest war encounters in Imperial history with orcs and demons, and only to end up here, buried under rubble, turned upside down, forgotten. Aristarchus is going to basically do whatever the the 40k version of dropping a pin in Google Maps is on his data slate then because if he ever builds a chapel he wants to come and ha- take that hall section out and fix it in a place of honor you 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 have you have that marked point. you have marked the site of the grave of the Mordian fist awesome is that M O R D I N D I A N? D I A N, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Looks like it's largely unsalvable there, Mum. <laughs> but so the old girl's got quite a record to it. So junk. What's the difference between junk and I mean, not salvageable? Is all of the Aldori history discardable at this point? I see your point. Well, let's move to a no effects. Let's move to a slightly more visible location so that our so that we don't miss the sighting of the vehicle. I'll like keep an eye on not for a hear the phone call. I am quite positive that not only us, but everything within uh, a large radius will know when the vehicle is coming. 
Hence moving to a more open area rather than to a place where they can crash and kill us. Right. You moved to that area. That sounds excellent. I did, to be fair, it might have been missed. I did explicitly say, meet us at the the, the, the rubble. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I will definitely follow them from a uh, not invisible distance. <laughs> non visible indeed. Uh, so, you all. Uh, question. Yes. Are Eldari active enough in the warp, or Drakari active enough in the warp that I could sense them, their location with Sinus? We're not in the warp at all. Oh, Drakari aren't in the warp at all? The Drakari have withered their psychic presence to basically a husk. Drakari cannot be psychers. They are not present in the warp, because if they were, they would immediately be consumed. So Eldar with the null? With the the null? No, they're not nulls. They just have burned out their psychic spark. Gotcha. Intentionally, in a lot of cases. So I wouldn't be able to sense their location with Sinisians. Not really. Gotcha. Right. Uh, Closer to the rebel. Yep. Yeah, you move. You move over to the rebel, and like maybe a minute after you arrive there, you can immediately hear the growing roar of the buggy's engine. That said, we don't show up until an hour later because that's how loud it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, as soon as we can hear it, Aristarchus will use his data slate and send a ping to uh, to Remy's Vox. And, yeah, it, it'll probably ring and there will just be a recorded, like, synthesized voice. <laughs> we can hear you. Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> 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 the equivalent. Aristarchus. Uh, like equivalent... <laughs> I feel like the equivalent is is, is middle finger. <laughs> I just want to see all of the I want to see all of the Imperium emojis that are basically cartoon versions of the God Emperor's face in various expressions. Yeah. Either that or just a skull doing all of those expressions. It's probably a skull, more likely, yeah. <laughs> which, which, depending on your interpretation, could be the God Emperor's. Um, it's, it's almost certainly a skull version of, the, of each of those emojis, and the thumbs up is almost certainly an Aquila, just like right. an, an eagle an eagle talon. Aristarchus, <laughs> um, have you upgraded your data slate? Well, when we had the burnout down by Cannon Square, I figured I'd might... Uh, alter some of the uh, interior components there and yeah, basically, effectively that's what we've done here, Mum. If you, when next you find yourself uh, able to send a communique back to back towards Firetop let me know. I'll check and see what up frequencies I've got access to. Uh, you don't have the range to reach that far right. up right now, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Bit out of range right now, Mum, but I will absolutely alert you as soon as we're within. Uh-huh. If it's... Uh, if it becomes capable of even bouncing a message along through various relay points, that will also suffice. Well, unfortunately, our immediate vicinity seems to be a bit sparse on the functional infrastructure front, but I'll keep that in mind. 
Uh, and it's, yeah, it's about a few minutes after that that um, the buggy, uh, the noise becomes deafening as the buggy arrives. Ow, ow, ow. It's a bit loud, isn't it? As, as, as Gork's rumbler is in full effect, you hear... You hear a you hear an engine roar that sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah. I want to slam on the brakes, I go through the windshield. <laughs> I don't slam on the brakes, I'm gonna try and just sort of like do a like sideways drift and then turn and, oh, good. and yeah. Nice. Sort of, yeah, like dust. drift drift yourself yeah, yeah. to a stop. Uh-huh. Exactly. So there's a there's a there's a turn and then the cloud of dust kicks up. The roaring becomes even louder as the as the vis as the visibility goes down. And then, and then, then a few yeah, a few a few moments later, the roar dies down, and when the cloud of dust clears, there's the buggy parked. Walk, I I walk through. <laughs> Tina, Tina it, walks Tina. out of the, walks out of the dust cloud. Aristarchus lowers his hands, and so there are these two like palm shaped portions on his face that look like normal, and the rest of it's just dirt. Uh, Azaras had tipped the hat down so that it protected her face and then just lifts it back up. Garrosine, you might have been following at a safe distance, but there's no safe distance from that dust cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Visor goes down. Yeah. And then I guess I go back and pick up. <laughs> Remy, you are looking a right mess. Dear Omnisire, what'd they do to Liana? Hmm? Layla. Hey, Layla. Layla. I'm terrible. So, sorry, Ms. Blair. I'm terrible at names. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Layla Layla looks like a patchwork. Like, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of injuries that she has that have been stapled shut with big staples. Um, but she's intact. Like How professionally lot... offended is Aristarchus at this point? Um, roll me Medicaid. <laughs> okay. Extremely. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> one. The phrase oh, crude but effective the, 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 the frayed the phrase crude but effective comes to mind. You get the sense that had this medical work not been done, her life would have been in significant danger. She might have expired right. before having mm-hmm. actually met you. However, uh, she's going to have a lot of scars when those heal. Also, her right arm has been replaced with a gun. From the elbow down. That's a bleeding. I don't think the medical observation was needed for that one. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of gun? <laughs> Uh, it would be classified as a big shooter by orc standards, so it looks it looks like a Browning M2, just on her on her elbow. Jesus ah, Christ! So yeah, she that's the, not she, gonna rip her arm completely she off. Got the, <laughs> she got the, the di- she got the dine special, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, she got the dine gun. Yeah. He's that gonna need. Ow! 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 Remy, let me take a look take at you. Step. <laughs> right, Remy, sit your sit your ass down. I'm not moving under my own power. Tell the orc to put me down. I'll set him down. If you'd be so kind as to place our injured friend in a recumbent position. Hmm? Sure. I set him down in the dirt. Uh, I'll walk over with Aristarchus Uh, and sort of crouch down while Aristarchus gets to work. So, Remy, how are you doing? There's just a glare. (laughs) The face is completely passive. Uh You well, know me just doing great. 
Well, I was going to ask you for potential locations for hideouts for uh, the traitor guardsmen that we're hunting now, but it seems like you might have led us directly to it, so thank you for the good work. Right. Glad to be of fucking service. So yeah, once I went, once everything that doesn't, everything stops hurting. So yeah, I've Arist- got some details for you, Ar- Aristarchus. You're able to um, apply uh, some plasticine bandages that'll that'll bind most of the wounds. Uh, as well as as well as uh, cast most of the bones that are better fractured so that they can mm-hmm. heal properly. Yep. It'll be I some sh- time. I should ask, how many wounds do I have currently? Left? I wasn't bothering to do the math, so oh, we'll say we'll say that we'll say that you currently have one wound. Okay, me, available. Um, Go. So, so one, it's good. It's one wound good. left. It's it's gonna it's gonna take a while for uh, things to fully heal, but you are also able to administer some significant um, pain suppressants that yeah, will right. at least mm-hmm. allow Remy to function. Would would yep. the, would this give Remy either a traumatic or memorable injury? Uh, traumatic injury, no. But I will say, yeah, it probably qualifies for a memorable injury. One second. Would you stop trying to fuck up my character? <laughs> They're my game mechanics. No. <laughs> it's not my fault there are game mechanics for this look this is legitimately the one game we've ever done where I do not have a backup character <laughs> we're playing Warhammer so, to make a backup because I don't know this goddamn system no, that's, that's, fair. No, that's, that's, that's fair I don't know this system or this setting I'm just saying fair enough <laughs> Just, just keep going through your, just keep going through your list of genre characters. It's okay. We can keep doing. That. Uh, you, you just have sort of a, um, there's a, there's a notable burn scar that's probably not going to heal right. You're probably going to have like a slight discoloration patch. Um, okay. From where your leg was pressed against a bit of sparking metal. All right. <laughs> if you've got a memorable injury, though. Uh, you can use it to get a plus one bonus die on intimidation tests. There you go. <laughs> the good thing my character is such an expert in being intimidating. In <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, once I get yeah, you you're you're the, the pain, pain. Is, the, the, the the pain is going away. It's going to take a while to fully heal. Are we going somewhere, or are we just having these conversations and fixing shit in the middle of this street? Well, it seems like... It's not like... really a street. Oh, well, in lieu of actual medical facilities, it's better to treat the, the injuries as quickly as possible, generally. Hmm? Oh, absolutely. I don't know if you'd like him to perform surgery on an elevator, so... No, no, this is fine. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> not, not since sure I was want... 12. <laughs> Good That's for that. I'm just not sure if we want to have conversations about what we're up to in the public. I look around. Is there anybody around, or did they all flee from the rubble? Yeah, so... Uh... Gangrene's hiding around here somewhere. 
the uh, this is the like base 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 of the city. It is the lowest population section of the hive city uh, because there's no sunlight, no resources, just the bare earth and steel. Mm-hmm. And there's the presence of an orc hive. Um, there's not a lot down here. You are, and with the collapse of the uh, of the support structures, what few scabs and mutants might have been living in this vicinity have cleared out at least for the moment. So, yeah. Okay. So in response to that, to look around, uh, I believe our only company at the moment is Ghosts, Debris, and Tina's Orc friends off in the distance. So we're pretty as much isolated as we can be. Can Aerostarkus try and make like a tactical analysis or something of... All right, so they blew up part of the Hive City, but it's a... Rel- it, it's almost sort of a lowest priority tier of the hive city what are they what are they trying to accomplish by doing so or was it just to cause some middling damage higher up and apparently have an effect that way this because uh, because as far as Aristarchus can see right now this is equivalently the 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 parallel of you know setting off a bomb you know, in a farm field rather than actually at a target per se. Sort of. Uh, roll me uh, investigation. Okay. I'm I mean, I'll say, let me put it this that. differently. We should go God. somewhere else. I'm spending a wrath. Mm. Roll everything except the complication. Three successes and a complication. Throw me a d6. Okay. Well, once or you and once you're it's a mobile, we'll head back to the elevators and ascend. Awesome. Complication. Physical mishap. Um, you're clumsy or tongue-tied. You do or say something you didn't mean to, causing a problem. So, um... As you sort of think about it, you lean over um, and just sort of, like, lean on a piece of standing rubble. (laughs) Yeah. And as you do, it tips. And leans and clashes into the ground. It kicks up another cloud of dust. Hang on to something big and heavy right into my chest. (laughs) And Remy's All rock. Um, Where did that harpoon come from? (laughs) I would be down for that, to be honest. (laughs) Harpoon hits, and then the rope goes taut, and Remy just goes... (laughs) (laughs) I just get launched somewhere in the city. (laughs) Somebody's spearfishing. Three three weeks later, we find Remy's corpse, like, speared into the side of a skyscraper. I just launch, and somehow I have, like, (laughs) Half a wound left, and I'm stuck. <laughs> Guys, Remy Prometheus. <laughs> so you 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 realize you realize two things in this moment. One, as the dust settles, you realize that if the forces of chaos are here to upset the balance of the Imperium, while they might not be able to strike at anything major in the upper city. This level of destruction in the Underhive causes 
a level of distrust and upset. And it's not like the Undercity can look to the Upper Hive for help. Hmm. So who are they going to turn to? Whoever walks up and says, I can lend a helping hand. Whoever uh, that might be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the second thing you realize is that maybe this area isn't completely devoid of activity as you hear scrabbling movement in uh, being alerted and drawn after the collapse of that girder that you just leaned over on. It sounds like several things, and they don't sound human. I think we've got incoming. There's just Ooh. the sound of a hammer being clicked back as the hand cannon comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to the elevators once you're mobile and once whatever's coming to kill us is no longer doing so. How big is this buggy? Could all of us fit a... in it? Uh, it can fit three orcs, so it can probably fit uh, Tina and like four of you. Okay, so we'd we'd be, we'd still be shy a couple seats. We couldn't all immediately uh, evac in this buggy, right? Dang it! I am not leaving this buggy. <laughs> Is that buggy going to fit in a, in a... I mean, I imagine it would, but a lift going up. Like a freight elevator? Is it a freight if elevator? If you find the right elevator, the one you came down, probably not, but there's a different okay. one nearby, yeah. probably. Cool. Yeah. cool. So we can take it with us, but first, we need to survive. Well, All right. Let's, let's, let's put the injured ones in the box. Just Wait, go instead of getting into a fight. I'm sorry, have you met your chauffeur? Hmm? Uh, you start you start to hear you start to hear barking noises. Yep. I'm 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 gonna if unless like there is active surgery going on, I'm going to lift Remy and um Layla back into the buggy so that they are protected and turn and look and figure out where this is coming from because a fight's going to happen soon. Aristarchus and... pulls out his gun. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe the conversation happened after I got stabilized, right? Yeah. We can mm-hmm. move okay. if we want to. I understand that. (laughs) You're going to have to. And I'm pretty sure Tina's the only one who can drive this thing specifically. Uh, There's a gun on the, there's a gun on the vehicle, right? Yes, there is is a, there is a big shooter on the buggy. Seeing that, uh, Saris actually just walks over and uh, hops up onto whatever, uh, gun, whatever uh, gunnery position there is on this vehicle, and tries to see if she can get it ready to fire. <laughs> I mean, e- even if orc machinery doesn't make sense, it's dead simple to use. There's a There's big a trigger. Yeah. Yep, you press the button. <laughs> yep. Point and click. So yeah, she actually holsters the hand cannon and gets up on the thing and <laughs> waits for whatever is coming to get into view. So. Pouring over rocks, you see 
an unique assortment of beasts that have made the Underhive and the ground level specifically their home. You see wild dogs, uh, driven hungry and rabid, and seemingly racked by mutation. Their bodies seem to be ridden with uh, unique growths and, ten- and tendrils that mark them as <clears throat> not normal in the in the sense of things. And stomping behind them as if chasing them towards you uh, comes one of the largest, most dangerous looking bestial threats that any of you have potentially seen as oh, a seen worse. as a massive chitinous beast hulking, lumbering as if uh, a walking dreadnought of chitin with long mandibles and massive claws with burning red eyes and faint like ocean blue chitinous plates lumbers into view Aristarchus, roll me a scholar test. Okay. Can I also do that? Sure. I'm spending my last wrath. You can also roll me a scholar if you want. Yep. Oh. There you go. There you go, Saris. Five with two two exalted icons. Wait, why did it go in? Something's wrong with my dice, because that was not nearly as many dice as it should have been, I don't think. Anyway, one, two, three, four, five, six. No, that's correct. So, uh, Blair, Garrison, and Saris all realize the dogs are one thing. But you should probably run, because none of you think you have big enough guns to deal with an amble. You. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Tina's excited. Uh, I'm not how rolling well do, because do ambles respond to splinter weapons. Um, their hide is made of armor. Splinter weapons have a tough time getting through. The venom works fine, but ambles respond to pain by increasing so, aggression. In response to in response to seeing that, uh. On second thought, everyone pile into this vehicle as tight as you can. Tina, we need to leave. We will have the fight, but on the move. Tina, the be- the only thing better than a fight is a is a driving fight. Okay. All right. All right. I'll 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 go with it. Sure. I'd, We're gonna I'd like go to fast live to see now. another day. Yeah, scramble, I'm gonna go. Scramble. Remember how we before we were going really slow. Now we're not going to. <laughs> oh no! Orwell is <laughs> just grabbing people and throwing them into the back. Garrison is going to demonstrate one of the uses of all the Drukari hooks, and I'm going to ride this vehicle like a Drukari was meant to. He's like, this is like stick a hook into a bar and just ride on the side of it with a gun. Yep. <laughs> nice. All right, we will begin our first chase sequence, and I am so excited Hell next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. We're all going to die. Goodbye. <laughs>